everyone. Well, welcome to Stutter Talk, episode 674. Our lives are not on hold edition. We'll be talking about working with our stuttering during this challenging time. I am Peter Reitzis here with Haya Goldstein. Hey, Haya. Hi, Peter. So when I contacted you about this show, I sent you a note saying, I'd love for us to talk about working on our stuttering during this challenging time. And you came back and said, that's great, but let's change it to working with our stuttering. Why, why do you think that's important to change it from working on our stuttering to working with our stuttering? <laughs> that's right, Peter. I did. And I wanted to highlight that during this challenging time, we want to be befriending all of our challenges and stuttering might be one of them and work with it rather than feeling like we need to change and fix it. So really much more of a compassionate approach uh, to to everything that's going on around us and stuttering included. Fantastic. Haya Goldstein is an ASHA certified speech language pathologist who works at the American Institute for Stuttering, known as AIS in New York City. Haya is also a person who stutters. I'm Peter Reitzis, president of Stutter Talk. I'm a person who stutters and a speech language pa- pa- pathologist in North Carolina. And just a quick disclaimer while Haya and I are both speech language pathologist. Um, please know that this podcast should not be considered speech therapy. We do not know you and cannot make specific suggestions for you. Um, so uh, this is more of a general self-help ideas of things that you might want to think about. So hi, I'm going to turn to you first. Could you share with us one way that pe- people can work with our stuttering during this challenging time? I have several ways I think that we can um navigate this time, but the word that keeps on coming to me is staying connected. So with that, one way to stay connected is by plugging into our virtual stuttering uh, immunity. And um, the first one that comes to mind that has been functioning way before coronavirus hit planet earth has been stutter social. So shout out to the founders of stutter social. And, um, and, uh, for those who have never been on it yet, it's a really great platform where you get to meet people all over the world who stutter and you get to feel plugged in and talk about stuttering. And I'll put a link to stutter social in the show notes for stutter talk at episode 674. Awesome. So, so that is a great idea. And I know that we've both interviewed on Stutter Talk, Hanan Hurwitz, who was a, a Stutter Social host. So we've heard a lot of great things about Stutter Social. So one thing that I personally found very helpful in my stuttering journey was to work on my health and to work on my fitness. So um you know, I, I certainly don't consider that a speech tool, but I, I consider that a Peter tool, a way for me to feel better and more confident. Um, so taking a long walk or taking a run is a, a great way for me to think about my speech, to think about my stuttering, to think about how I've handled things before, how I might want to handle them in the future. So uh, if you can, and you know, of course, you want to talk to your doctor if you're not sure about your health, but if you can, it's a great time to exercise, um, to think, to take a walk with a friend if you're six feet apart and to have some good conversation. Um, so that's my first idea is, is uh, fit, 
physical health slash mental health. Um, all right. It's back to you, Haya. I'm hitting the tennis ball back to you. Love it. We're going to pick health okay. in a self-care routine. I strongly recommend some kind of meditative experience. So um, for those of you who might not do this on a regular basis, we have a wonderful friend within our stuttering co- uh, immunity named Samantha J- J- Anuso. And Samantha's been leading these free meditative uh, segments every single morning, um, eight o'clock Pacific time and 11 o'clock Eastern standard time. So we can link her Instagram onto this episode as well, Peter. And um, for those of us who are feeling frantic all over the place, it's, it's a time where our mind might feel unsettled, our body too. Um, this is a great mental health self-care step. Now, is that, does Sam do do that via video? Sam does it streaming live on Instagram. Oh, that is fantastic. And Sam has been a guest on Stutter Talk a number of times. She's in with the Stutter Talk B-team crew. So uh, that that is a great idea. I didn't know that Sam was doing that. So so we'll have to link up to that. Uh, You know, and just to get back to health and fitness, like I can remember – just going on my stuttering journey. And it never occurred to me that I could feel better about myself and my body and my speech in ways other than working on speech. So I can remember having writing note cards and putting them around my apartment that would say things like, it's okay to stutter, mm. uh, or today's a new day, or I stutter and that's okay. Or I, I stutter proudly, just these messages that were trying to reverse all those years of negative thoughts. So uh, I really like where we both started this off. Um, so, so my, awesome. Uh, I'm and sort of the ping pong ball back to you, Peter. <laughs> all right. All right. I'll, I'll try not to swing and miss. So, uh, continuing with this, I of this, uh, well, talking openly about stuttering has been hugely important to me. So, as we're sheltering in place, um, this is a great time to have a phone call with somebody and talk about stuttering. It's it's a great time to do a, a video chat or a Skype chat with a family member and allow yourself to stutter, to stutter on purpose. Uh, if you're at the point where you want to work on stuttering differently or stuttering less, it's a great time to practice that. So when we're stuck at home and we find ourselves on the phone and doing video chats or talking to a spouse or uh, girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever, it's a great time to work on some aspect of talking. And to be clear, I'm not saying to work on some aspect of not stuttering, but you certainly can do that if that is something that you're working on now. All right, back to you, Haya. The next one that comes to mind is join a local NSA chapter. And if you're thinking, wait, but the chapters happen in person, many of them have been stepping up and offering, again, a virtual online experience. So talking about stuttering in a safe and supportive environment and keeping that going. Yeah, I I love what what you're saying here because I I was listening to a podcast a few days ago and the commentators who I usually respect in the sense that they always make me think, they were talking about how our lives are now on hold. And I I heard that and I had this visceral, visceral reaction, like, what do you mean our lives are on hold? Like, it's just different. I mean, 
obviously it's very different, but coming from a background of how making change has been so important, I, I think that today is always the day to make change. So I'm not viewing this as a time for things to be on hold. Um, I have another idea and then I'll hit it back to you. Make yourself a schedule of some sort. So as a parent and as a speech language pathologist in the schools, we're always talking about getting our own children and our students on a schedule even when we're sheltering in place. Well, it could be very helpful to get yourself on some type of stuttering schedule or have some type of stuttering checklist or goal list of things you want to work on every day. So the same way that you might, or like I'll go to the gym and I'll say, I want to do 40 pull-ups today. Like I can make a checklist of today, I want to talk openly about stuttering three times. Or you know, today I want to talk openly about stuttering three times with my spouse or three times with my father. Um, today I want to work on trying a pullout, getting stuck in a stutter and moving through that stutter five times. Or today I want to do voluntary stuttering five times. Um, so making yourself goals and checklists and things to be productive every way with your stuttering, I think could be very helpful, Haya. Yeah. Back to you. <laughs> Thank you, Peter. I actually want to comment on that. Oddly, I find that when we are confined into our smaller spaces, we are now the that ability to make the goals um and follow through suddenly becomes highlighted because there is nowhere to go. There are less things to be distracted by, less things to run run off and do. And so I know that for myself, my morning routine, my self-care routine, while it's been challenging to stick with it, it's been ever so um, I've been ever so committed, more so than on days where I have the freedom to get distracted. So um I I am with you there. This is Stutter Talk. I'm Peter Reitzes here with Haya Goldstein. And Haya, you work for the American Institute for Stuttering for AIS. This is a very respective um, stuttering treatment center in New York City. Uh, we're not advertising it. Um, I'm, you know, it's just important for our listeners to know that you're really knee deep in the stuttering world. Um, what? types of issues or questions or thoughts are your clients and the parents coming to you with right now? That's a great question, Peter. Some of our conversations right now are surrounding virtual um, therapy or, or just virtual conversations. So suddenly having to handle all of talking via one platform. And so that's a big topic of be it a... a, a interview or much more of an automated, um, having engaged in the world through automation more so than through the human interaction. That's, that's been a challenge that we're facing. Mm. So I just want to take a step back for just a second. Um, I, were I was in Brooklyn, I was living in Brooklyn during nine 11. Were, were you in New York city during nine 11 too? I was not. I was uh, about an hour from New York City, a bit more suburban. 
Hmm. I bring it up because in New York on 9-11 and in the days and weeks following it, there is such a sense of community and people talking to strangers and being more friendly, much more friendly with your neighbors and with people on the street and at supermarkets. There was a lot of talking going on. And when the shelter-in-place stuff started here in North Carolina, when the schools closed, there was a real feeling of community and everybody was out taking walks with their family. And there was a lot of talking or talking more with your neighbors. And um, then it seemed to have gotten really serious a few days ago. So I went to the supermarket to go to Trader Joe's and there was a line. Uh, line out the door and around the corner, which I've never seen. And everyone was standing six feet apart. And it went from the day before of everyone being very chatty and very friendly to everybody being quiet and standing apart from each other. And so it was the first time I thought, oh, nobody's really talking. Um, I don't know if you're experiencing that in New York. Um, but the flip side of that is my family members keep saying, Peter, let's Skype every night. Let's have the kids call every night. So I do find that um, right now, if I were working on my stuttering a lot, I would have plenty of opportunities to do so with family and close friends. I just put a lot on the table there, Haya. So you take it wherever you want. <laughs> yeah. Well, to your point, Peter, um, Although many of us are coming together in terms of our spirits and feeling for each other, uh, we are in many ways distant from those that are closest to us physically. And so um, there is that very interesting uh, being able to connect with those actually living in the same quarters as you um, and then also being able to connect virtually. So I know... Um, similar to you, my family, we've been checking in a lot more um, than we normally have. And so that's obviously been one, almost like a positive outcome. Um, but I think that the challenge though, that comes with that for, for those of us who may not be living in the same quarters as our loved ones, is that there might be a sense of uh, uh, isolation. And so uh, different from 9-11, where people were talking to each other more openly, more closely, we have the reverse. And um, it's, it, it's a different experience here in New York City, which is, which is where I am. Now, do you, you had mentioned this is a good time to join a self-help group, which I totally agree with. Do you know, is your local chapter of the National Stuttering Association currently holding on online meetings? Peter, we absolutely are. And so much so that last meeting, we had over 30 attendees. It was an incredible meeting. Uh, the Zoom platform that we used was fantastic, and we plan on doing it again. So yes. So I don't have a sense if other and NSA chapters are doing that too. Do you have a sense of that? I don't know. I do know that the NSA organization has been reaching out by email to let us know that they're here for us. And I haven't yet checked out what they mean. I'm not sure um, in what respect others are able to get support through the NSA, but I do know that anyone who's interested in joining our virtual Zoom upcoming chapter in New York City is welcome to join us. Just check out well, our that, That's what I was going to ask you. So, you know, in the spirit of our lives are not on hold, this uh, health crisis might actually 
be um there might well i don't want to say a silver lining that's taking it too far but in some sense it's offering folks an opportunity to participate in a self-help group that they might not have otherwise participated in. I mean, so I think that's a great offer. So you'll send me a link to your virtual support group meeting and we'll put it up at Stutter Talk episode 674. Absolutely. Wow. Wouldn't that be something if you guys got like a hundred attendees or something? <laughs> that would be wonderful. <laughs> we have, um, we actually uh, had several rooms. So uh, I have to give a shout out to Stavros who handled all that creating separate rooms um, for our attendees. And uh, just to give you a little bit more context, this was also a SLP um, a group, meaning that we had a opportunity for speech language pathologists and or speech therapy students to join and learn from people who stutter. It was, of course, by choice, whoever wanted to um, learn or from people who stuttered on the speech therapist end, but also people who stutter who wanted to teach speech therapists firsthand what it means to be a good speech therapist. Anyway, so um, we we kept that going and we had several rooms happening and and I believe we're going to have something similar this time. Do you know offhand of when, what time, what day this group is meeting? Is is there a fixed schedule? So we do have a fixed schedule and we meet every third Monday of the month from 7.30 to 9 o'clock. Um, for, from what I know, uh, it should be the same this upcoming month, which would make it April 20th from 7.30 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, we will then have the information on our website, which currently is not yet updated since our meeting was held just a short while ago. But all are welcome and we will make this available to whoever it is that would like to join. Yeah. Has has there been talk of increasing the frequency of these meetings? Not yet, but it may come to that. We'll we'll see. And that's not a criticism. That's more excitement that it's because uh that's really cool that you that you guys are holding this. So when I used to attend self-help group meetings in Manhattan uh, there were times where we'd get so many people, which might have been 30 to 40, um, that we would have to separate into two rooms just so that everybody would get a chance to talk. So I was going to ask you like how you manage 30 people, but you know, but you already answered that. It's kind of great that you guys can separate the group online in much the same way, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty awesome what we can do with technology. I think that's one of the things I've been learning these days. Mm. This is Stutter Talk. I'm Peter Reitzis here with Haya Goldstein. Uh, I'd like to turn to you, Haya, and ask, do you have any last things to share, last suggestions? And please, if there's anything going on at AIS, please let us know. I know it's not an advertisement. I'm asking you. Yeah. Well, actually, um, I'm so glad you asked, Peter, because AIS has made our upcoming speaker series, which is always open and free to the public um, and usually in person. Now it's going to be online. So we have two amazing upcoming events. One is by John Hendrickson, which is the senior political editor of The Atlantic who interviewed Vice Pre- former Vice President Joe Biden. He's going to be talking um, to us virtually at AIS. And again, it's free and open to the public. Anyone listening now can sign up and join. And um, following that on March 31st, we have another speaker series by Karen Dobkins, 
Dr. Karen Dobkins, um, who is a psychologist and does a lot of mindfulness work. And uh, she'll be talking about um, navigating uh, these times. I think that we were going to have something called the principles of clarity, which is her, um, which is what she normally talks, talks about. But my guess is we might tailor it to how to navigate these challenging times. So long way to say that these are available to anyone who is interested as well. I, there might be a cap. So if anyone would like to sign up, now's a good time. And we can attach this link as well, Peter. Wow. That is so very awesome. Um, and I wanted to share before when you were talking about Sam Genuso that uh, uh, there's another Stutter Talk host who might... Um, so we're trying to step up our game right now and publish some more podcasts so folks can have a break from the stressors of the day right now. And this other host said he wants to interview Sam. (laughs) So she seems like she's going to be in high demand right now. Um, But it's really great that everyone's stepping up to bring these resources forward. Um, So this John Hendricks thing one, I'd like to try to attend that. That sounds really awesome. That's wonderful. And Peter, you know, you asked if there's anything else that I wanted to add. There is. I came across this incredible free class by Yale, and it's called The Science of Well-Being. This is a way to learn how to be happier. And I think that during this time of challenge, we can all use that. So wanted to share that as well. And that'll be a great place to leave it. I uh, really appreciate you coming on air with me. And uh, I'm not going to spoil it now, but you've got some ideas of some shows that you'd like to record for Stutter Talk in the coming days and weeks, right? Yes, I do. I'm looking forward to hearing it. So uh, be well and safe, Haya. Thank you, Peter. You as well. 